Hello and welcome back. Welcome back to the beautiful listeners that might be listening. And we are now at episode three of the Deep Water Podcast. I am so excited to film this episode. I feel like every single episode I'm going to be like, I'm so excited. But I am. Like, I really like doing these things. And in today's episode, it's going to be a little bit juicy. Okay, it's going to be a little bit juicy. We're going to be talking about, if you see the title, I love this title, honestly. And the title is One Year Fast, No Man, Just Me and God. Just let that marinate. Let that marinate. As if that's not like a good, catchy title, then I don't know what is. Because, yeah. So excited to be filming this. Honestly, it's going to be so good. So get your popcorn. Get your... Listen, if you want some like self-love talk, this is the episode for you. So I'm going to get right into it. Okay, I'm going to dive right in into it so you're probably wondering like why is the title called one year fast like a fast for one year what are you talking about girl settle down settle down let me explain so basically um i started a one year fast from men (laughs) i think that's like the easiest way to explain it yeah i took a one year fast from men but let me, okay, let me get into it, okay? Let me get into, like, the history of things. So I've never really wanted a relationship. I've never really been the, the type of person that, like, all she thinks about is having a boyfriend. Like, no, not at all. Actually, the complete opposite. I, w- I did not want a relationship. I kind of dreaded relationships. And one of the reasons why would be because I did not really have the best example of what a, a good relationship looks like. So if I didn't have a good example, then why would I want to seek it, you know? But what's crazy is some people, they don't have a good example, but then all they want is just to, they thrive and they they seek and they try to find, like, a relationship that can, like, fulfill them. But for me, it was kind of the opposite. I didn't have a good example, so I was like, I'm not doing it. I don't want it. I don't want a relationship. I don't want nothing to do with it. Yeah. And that was kind of because of, you know, trauma and past hurt and stuff like that. But that was it. But if I'm being honest, like, <laughs> it's kind of not hard for me to not be in a relationship. Because your girl, listen, I'm saying was, right? Okay, cool. Your girl was ugly. I am so sorry. I am so, so, so sorry. But... Yeah, I was a mess. It was a mess. It was a mess. Like, I don't like seeing pictures of when I was younger. Okay, let me tell you something funny. This is, like, one of the most embarrassing, like, moments in my life. So, basically, I started high school, okay? And you know, like, high school, you're like, okay, like, you want to look your best. Like, this is high school, you know? And my favorite movie was High School Musicals. I'm just having all these dreams of what high school is going to be like. So, I'm trying to pull up my best. Tell me why during the summer I broke my glasses and there was literally a scratch on the lens of my glasses and I had to start the first like couple months with a scratch on my glasses and everywhere it was so embarrassing because everywhere I would go anyone I would talk they would just point it out they would just be like 
You know you have a crack on your glasses. Really? Oh my gosh, I didn't notice. Thank you so much. Like, it was the most annoying thing. It was the most embarrassing thing. But that's like just one story of many of how embarrassing my childhood was. Like, I was ugly. I was, listen, your girl been on walmart okay i know and it's now a trend of wearing clothes from walmart and going thrift shopping shopping but i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie right god says we should be honest i'm gonna be honest but your girl's kind of bitter because it's like why is it that when i was broke because the reason why i kept the glasses on and with the crack is because you know i didn't have enough money to replace it yet i had to wait for like the year to be over and then my insurance is gonna cover it and i can get new glasses so it was, it was horrible but your girl been buying clothes from walmart your girl been like when i was younger right i've been thrift shopping not by choice but i've been thrift shopping and i just don't understand why back then when i was doing it it wasn't a trend but now that i'm finally i have a job and i'm making money why is it that all of a sudden it's a trend to go thrift shopping. I'm like, no. So that's why my friends, they always, they're always like, oh, we should go thrifting. We should go thrifting. And it's hard for me to say yes because it's like a part of me, I just don't, a part of me just doesn't want to do it because it's like, why is, why now? <laughs> Basically, that's my question. Why now? Like, why is everyone going thrifting now? But when I was broke, no one was thrifting. Like, it's, anyways that's just that's just a little testimony on how you know embarrassing childhood really was so your girl was not on the trend i remember i wanted adidas pants so bad i never wanted something so bad but i couldn't get it and i was so mad and so it's just basically to show you that like I was never really on the trends i never was like the pretty girl you could say or the popular girl so it's not like i had all of the attention it was so hard for me to not be in a relationship no it's not like it was like that but it was just like i just knew i didn't even like on my mind i didn't even have the mindset of i didn't even have the desire you know of wanting to have a boyfriend i didn't i was like i was literally still a kid like at my mind, I was literally still a kid. Like, I I could never take or think about relationships seriously. And even if I did hear, if, like, one person did like me, I would just, I would just ignore it. Like, honestly, I would play dumb. I would ignore it. And I would just not entertain it at all because I didn't want it. Like, I didn't want it. But thank the Lord for Jesus because I got saved and i got a glow up okay the glow up is not like i'm the prettiest girl type stuff but girl we had humble beginnings okay we had humble beginnings so things are better now and yeah and also like one thing i was really trying to work on when i got saved was that i wanted to work not only on my beauty like physically like um, you know, take care of my skin, take care of my hair, the whole hair journey type stuff. But I wanted to work in my beauty within. Because it doesn't matter if you're all dolled up. If the inside you're ugly, 
then I'm so sorry, but you're just ugly. So I would always love for like Jesus light to shine through me and to be confident and be beautiful within no matter what. So that happened. And it was in December of 2021 when I decided to do the fast because I know that we're gonna kind of go to school now. Like I had a couple classes in person. So I just kind of knew that I'm getting older. And obviously, I do want kids, right? And I do want to get married. So in high school, not wanting a boyfriend, super easy. (laughs) Super easy. Because I'm not trying to get married anytime soon. And even now, I'm not trying to get married anytime soon. But I knew that I was getting older. So the interest could grow. Like, a crush could happen. Like having a boyfriend, oh my gosh, even saying it just makes me cringe. (laughs) Anyways, okay, but having a boyfriend is like, the thought of it is getting more realistic because I'm getting older. So it's like, whoa. So what I did is I saw this sermon and I truly believe that God sent me that sermon because one thing about, about me that I know is that I'm not ready for a relationship. So I don't want one right now. And I knew that even though I'm getting older and that, you know, could go to campus and da-da-da, I still was not ready for a relationship. I still did not want a relationship because of, like, I didn't get the best example of how a good relationship looks like. And also because there's still things in me that I need to heal. So, I, for me personally, I don't like wasting my time. So, if I were to be in a relationship, quote-unquote, <laughs> It would have to be serious. I'm not trying to date just to date. I know that's what people these days are trying to do. But I'm so sorry. I'm not I'm not on that. I'm not on that. So if I were to get in a relationship, it would have to be serious. And But I'm just, I'm not ready right now. I'm not ready. I don't want it. So I after I saw this sermon, it was about like relationships and stuff like that. And in this sermon, this girl said and explained how like, she did a one-year fast where she decided she's going to focus only on God because she knew there was so much things within her that she had to heal. And so she said, okay, I'm going to focus just me and God. And she said that the year was, like, amazing, that God truly transformed her. And then at the end of the fast, she found her future husband. I mean, they're married now. So she found her husband, and they got kids, and they're happy. And I was like, whoa. Minus the kids part, whoa. I was like... That fast sounds interesting because I knew, right? I knew it was 2021 that the quarantine rules are getting less and less strict. So the possibility of BF, I don't even want to say it, but the possibility of a BF is getting more realistic, but I don't want it yet because I know I'm not ready. So I feel like the Lord knew that I wasn't ready. So he sent me this sermon and after watching that sermon i was like you know what i'm doing a fast and i decided that i was gonna do a fast for one year where i'm like only going to be focusing on jesus i'm only gonna be focusing on my relationship with god and i'm not even gonna entertain guys i'm not even gonna entertain like texting or like flirting or any of that i'm not even gonna I'm not even going to play with the thought. I'm not even going to do anything and 
to be honest it's really easy since i don't want a relationship but i feel like there's a difference between being single and being intentionally single so this was a season where i said i'm intentionally gonna be single not because i hate men (laughs) but because i want to truly focus on on god i want to truly focus on jesus and i truly truly want him to heal the things that are in my heart so that's the commitment i decided to do so yeah i did that commitment in december i'm not gonna say the date because that's tmi too much information but i decided to do the commitment in december we're currently in september we're literally october it's like four days from october now so oh my gosh two months it's been it's almost been a year it's almost been a year and it's crazy to think and i just want to share how like, I'm not saying this just to tell people that they should, well, you should do this. Like, you should start this when you're fast. But I want to share what God truly, like, truly did for my life and in my life during this one-year commitment with him. So, basically, when I started this one-year fast back in December, taken, I didn't tell anyone, which is it's crazy. That's kind of how I am. I, I just do things I don't tell anyone. I'm very very private person it's it's bad it's really bad but i didn't tell anyone because it was truly just me and god right i didn't do it just to flex or to share or whatever i did it because i felt it in my heart i felt it in my spirit where this is something i want to do this is a commitment this is not only a commitment but a covenant that i truly want to do with god and when i did like first of all i changed programs okay i was taken this is the program i was in i was in criminology i was in criminology i wanted to be a lawyer but i changed after i got closer to god and after this one-year commitment and after getting saved and all of that i changed programs and now i'm in finance like what i know i don't know it's just it's crazy every time i tell people they're like how like how did you go from criminology to finance and I just say Jesus, because it's tr- it truly is Jesus. Is while I was getting closer to Him, while I was commitment committing my life to Him, and I was only seeking Him, that He truly lifted the veils off of my eyes, and I just saw clarity where I was like, bro, I want to do finance. It, it, it's crazy, and I love it. I love finance. I'm actually really interested in the topic. I I love the program I'm in. I'm not gonna change it again. That's for sure. And I just. If I look back, I knew that I chose criminology and I chose to be a lawyer. If I'm being honest, this is going to be so funny. But if I'm being honest, the reason why I wanted to be a lawyer is because I was good at arguing. Oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. But it's true. I was just, I liked arguing. So I was like, okay, lawyer is the perfect fit for me. That and I wanted to help people. I knew that like my purpose in life, no matter what it is, the goal was to be able to help people. So I just put the two and two together. And I said, okay, let me take chronology and be a lawyer. God, thank you, Jesus, for saving me. The time you saved me. Because now I'm actually doing a program that makes sense and that I like. So that's just one thing God did for me. Another thing he did is that I got new friends I found new Christian friends where I can, like, we can, we have Jesus in common. The love for Jesus we have, we we can share it and we have it in common. And we, 
and we can like have good conversation and have a true friendship where God is the center of it. And I'm so grateful for those friendships. Like I love all my friends. They're amazing. And I even like even the friends I had since childhood, they're still my friends. But now we're just getting closer to God together. So it's like it's so beautiful to the point where like one of my friends, baby, this is your second shout out in my podcast. But we got baptized together and I knew this girl since the eighth grade. So to see that like we got we got when we were friends, you know, God wasn't really in the center of it. But then now when we're both like getting closer to God together and to the point where we're getting baptized together, it's like I love it so much. So yeah, that's another thing. I found a new church that I absolutely love with all my heart like to the point where i'm like i literally look forward for sundays i love church so much and i could not say that back in the days i could never say i love church what i was forced to go to church but now i go willingly it's like look at god won't he do it yes he will so that's another thing that god did for me also i mean i kind of already said it but i got baptized and it was truly like the best day of my life it was amazing it was amazing and oh my gosh it's such a testimony i might share it in another episode but it was truly like amazing i loved it and i got a new job Yes, if you listened to the first episode, you already heard the testimony on how that job came. And truly, truly, is because of God. So, thank you, Jesus. And I'm telling you, y'all, all these things, this is like within the one year when I decided to commit to him. I also, and this one is like deep. I also, f- like for the first time, shared my testimony to my closest friends And I share things that I've never told anyone. And I'm the type of person that internals, like, everything. Like, everything that I might be going through. If I I could be struggling, like like I've been open about my other two podcasts where I've been, like, during my childhood, I was kind of struggling with suicidal thoughts. Y'all, I've never told that to anyone. Like, anyone. But... Um, I felt it in my heart one day, like I, every, you know, conviction. Oh my gosh. The Holy Spirit will convict you when you need it. And I just felt the conviction. I just felt God telling me, you need to share your testimony. Like you need to share it. And it was the scariest. It was like literally, honestly, one of the scariest thing I've ever done. I've shared so many things that like I've never shared and even after I shared it to my friends, they were shocked. Like, they were shocked because they were like, I would have never imagined that you went through that. Because I was so good at hiding it. I was so good at just pretending like I've never been through things when oh, I have. So, yeah. And honestly, one thing that really helped me do that is the thought that I wasn't sharing my testimony for them. I was sharing it for me. You know, I had to let it off my chest. The Bible says that you need to confess your sin to one another so we can pray for each other. And the power of prayer is so powerful. And it's not just praying like you by yourself, but the power of someone praying over you 
is like you can't even imagine how great that is like it is so important it is so key and it is so powerful that it has the power to break chains to break generational curses to help you heal from trauma like it's amazing so sharing my testimony was like one of my biggest accomplishments honestly and Maybe one day I'll share my testimony on this podcast. I just had like one bit of my testimony, right? This suicidal part, which is a really big part of my life. But like my full testimony, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. If God's will. God's will. If God wants me to, I will. And I got this new podcast. Like I, bro, one year ago or like back in December, I would have never thought that I would have a podcast. Like, what? Like, what is actual life? And what's even crazier is that I remember when I was meeting, like, some new Christian friends, right? I met this girl. Shout out to you. Her name is Dora. And she has this podcast, which you guys should 100% listen to. I 100% recommend. I love her podcast so much. I always tell her to post another episode because I'm at least you have my notifications on. Like, I just wait for this girl to drop episodes. And she even, like, she helped me with me creating this podcast. And her podcast name is God's Children Podcast. So y'all should definitely listen to it. It's so good. She's so, she's so good. She's so amazing. But yeah, and I remember when I met her for the first time, you know, through my friend, she was like, and then she told me how like, oh, she has a podcast where it's about Jesus, where she talks about Jesus. She had a podcast and a YouTube channel. And I was like, wait, what? Like, really? And I remember thinking to myself, like, will that ever be me? Like, would I ever have the strength and the courage to use social media and to have a social media about Jesus. And now I just remember vividly just thinking about that, just having that thought. And now the fact that I have a podcast where I talk about Jesus, it's like it truly shows you the works and the miracle that God can do in your life. And it's not because I'm an amazing person, it's not because I'm perfect. No, it's because... I was seeking God and I decided to make a commitment with God, me and him. And the Bible says like Matthew 6 verse 33, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. And I feel like taking this one year fast is a vivid a vivid representation of what that verse means. Like, I never in my wildest dreams would I have thought that I would be where I am today, that I would have the things that I have today. And it's not because I was praying about it. Like, when I started this one year fast, I didn't have, like, a checklist of okay god give me this 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 like i had dreams i had goals i was like i would love to have a church and i would love to have you know all these things but a lot of the things that happened to me not i would have never thought to pray about it because i would have never thought that i needed it so but when i was seeking him when i was seeking god 
he just added everything else that I needed. When I needed something, he gave it to me. When I needed a job, he provided. When I needed community, he gave it to me. When I needed a church, he showed me the best church that I could ever ask for, that I could ever pray for. And I think that's a testimony to show to whoever is listening, you know, girl or guy, you know, because this is something guys could do too. It's like when you decide to commit your life, to just be intentional in the relationship you have with God, when you decide to to take that next step, I promise you God will show himself to you. Like he will provide and he will have your back. And one thing I really like remembering when I think about that is in the Bible with the story of David and how God and David, they had a commitment to each other. They have a covenant with with each other where David decided and he continued to obey God. He continued to do the things that God asked him to do. And of of course, he wasn't perfect and he did fall at some point. But at the end of the day, he continued to obey God and to respect the covenant that he had with him. And after that, the Lord told him that after he dies, he's going to make sure that all of his ancestors are going to be able to rule as king. But time and time again, when we go deeper and deeper in the Bible, we see that a lot of his ancestors, they turn away from the Lord. You know, they don't they don't follow God, except Solomon, but they don't follow God as much as David did. And an example of this is um, 1 King 15, verse 8. It says, When Abijam died, he was buried in the city of David. Then his son Asa became the next king. But the thing about Abijah is that he didn't follow what God wanted him to do. He was leading the people of Israel in sin, you know? And... The Lord was angry. The Lord was frustrated because he was like, this is not what I caused you to do. And you just, and every single other, there was just so many names. There are so many names. I can't name them all. I can't even pronounce them. But so many people, so many names, so many of the ancestors that was not following God. It was leading the people to sin and away from God. But the Lord continued to at least give them a portion of the people of Israel to be able to rule as king because the Lord just kept thinking about the covenant and the promise that he had with David. And I feel like this shows you how good God is because David was dead. Like David was literally dead. He was gone. And the Lord didn't have to keep his promise with him because he was dead, you know, and he's God. So he didn't have to keep his promise with him. But this shows you that once you do have a commitment with God, once you do have like a decide to have a covenant with God and a promise with God where you truly honor him and you truly obey him, even when you do things that you don't want to do, like if God asks you to do things that you don't want to do, but you still obey like me sharing that testimony, I didn't want to. And so many times God asked me to do it and I was avoiding it. I was like, nope. I was just pretending like I didn't hear anything. But 
once I finally did, the freedom I felt. And it shows you, like, once you continue to just obey and you you truly value the covenant and the promise of seeking the Lord, he will honor you and he will keep his promises to you. And so I feel like that's like beautiful. I really, it really opened my eyes when I read that and when I saw that and when I realized how faithful God is, like how faithful he is. But all you have to do in order for him to be faithful to you is for you to be faithful to him. Like he's waiting for you. Open arms. And so that's why I decided to do this one year fast. It's been amazing. It's almost over, which is crazy to think about like what it's been a year and i've just started telling my friends and people about this one year fast i've done once again they they were shocked because they were like how how are you telling me this now and it's just i don't know it's a bad habit that i have where i just do things and keep them to myself but ever since i shared it with my friends and i told them about it and they've wanted to like they've started a one year fast too i just see the things that god is doing in their lives and i truly like i truly believe and i truly know that during this one year fast to whoever's doing it and to whoever whoever decides that they want to do it but take it seriously like god will do amazing things for you because he did amazing things for me he truly truly like and he will continue because even after this one year fast you think i'm done like no after this one year fast i'm still gonna be seeking him first i just needed to set that boundary where i don't want to be distracted by men i don't want to be distracted by a relationship by another guy that could take me further away from god i wanted to build that foundation where me and god like we're good we we're we're good like we're close so that's why i decided to like set that boundary early on even before anything could happen and decide to seek him and it's been truly amazing so i want to share this so i can encourage anyone that's listening not to tell you that you need to start a one-year fast but truly like this one-year fast is not just about okay no men and that's it it's really about letting god truly reveal to you the things that you need to be revealed because there's a lot of women out there that they fall into like they could be on fire for god okay they are on fire for god on fire they're seeking him but then they get distracted by a relationship and the things i've seen and how like it really and truly like can pull some people away from him is is sad and i feel like a lot of it stems from and can stem from like people and women especially not feeling like they're valued without a man and instead of seeking and finding their value within god which is truly the only person that could ever give you your value and show you and prove to you how worthy you are instead of doing that a lot of people are seeking their value and seeking their worth in someone else that is just as imperfect as you and i feel like that's very problematic because for example if we talk about me my story 
if instead of doing the one year fast i like decided to like not do this one year fast and get in a relationship during that time i i would not be where i am today because especially during that time when i was trying to build that foundation where i'm trying to get closer to god if i found someone that was that already had that foundation and that already had a lot of things figured out like had a church and had community then what i would have just ended up going to their church you know and ended up being friends with their friends and just know who god is and who jesus is through their lens and i'll have my own opinion my own foundation and my own relationship with god with jesus so it just shows you and if i decided to go through that path and then say i was in a relationship and then we don't it doesn't work out and we break up no wonder a lot of people are truly broken and it truly like feels like they're dying or they're having a divorce when they break up with someone because obviously it would still hurt of course it would still hurt but at the end of the day i would know at least if like now i was to get in a relationship and then it didn't work out whatever i would at least know that i still have value because i found that out during my singleness but if i was in a relationship and then it doesn't work out and i went to their church and i found their friends and i've i've found my identity and my value in them i would be broken i would be completely broken and i would be shattered and i would think that i'm not worthy and i would think that i'm not beautiful and i would think that i don't have any value and i feel like that's what a lot of girls and a lot of people are going through when they instead of prioritizing god they're prioritizing men and they're letting themselves being distracted by you know a lot of men because there's an empty hole inside but they're letting it be defined by someone else one thing i noticed is that when you see yourself as valuable when you're confident when you truly have like that god confidence when you know that i am a daughter of a king and i am worthy when you truly walk and live life with that mindset it will rub off on people like you know people will see that where certain types of men that likes playing games that like playing games with girls that likes you know um playing with people's insecurities to get what they want they won't even approach you because they'll know like this girl doesn't play games like let me not even try it with her because i know it's not gonna work and that's what you want to have but the only way for you to be able to to have that to have that type of confidence is if you're able to see it while you're alone it's if you're able to feel like that and to have that confidence while you're single and know that my value will not and does not come from another guy but it ultimately comes from jesus and it comes from from god because jesus literally shed blood for my life like he shed blood for me he humbled himself to death and if you really think about it that's something we can never repay him because us as humans we can never humble ourselves to death because death is guaranteed like we are gonna die so i can't humble myself to death it's gonna happen 
But Jesus didn't have to die. He was God. He is God. So he didn't have to die. Like, gods don't die. But he decided that he was going to sacrifice his life for you. But you have to know that. And you're not going to figure that out by another guy. Like, another guy could never do that for you. But Jesus can and Jesus did. So that's why I feel like, you know, I would recommend a lot of people to, especially if you feel like you're struggling with, like, self-love or, like, your worth or, or feeling, like, valued or having confidence, I would suggest to maybe try doing a one-year fast or however you want, three months, six months, just go to God and ask him, what is it truly that you you want to teach me? What is it that you want me to do in order for me to get closer to him? And I truly believe to, to anyone that might do it and that is doing it, that God will show you everything and he will reveal himself to you truly. And one thing like I love thinking about is that especially like in today's society, guys is about to get tmi but let's be real right like listen deep water podcast we're gonna have deep conversations and i just feel like in today's society especially with this new woman empowerment movement thing i don't i don't listen with this feminism thing i don't know what wave we're in right now but whatever wave we're in where the message is being pushed that we should sexualize ourselves and that we should show ourselves to be sexy because you know that's the way we're gonna show other people that we're valued is like it's not true it's not true because i feel like a lot of the times women sexualizing themselves is doing more harm than good because now you're just pushing people and pushing men to continue to see you as not valuable and just to see you as for your body you know and i feel like that's why a lot of women and a lot of people are just sleeping around thinking that that's gonna fill the hole that they have in their heart that that's gonna show them and prove to themselves that they're worthy because this guy wants to sleep with me you know and it's like that's that could not be further from the truth because if you really talk think about it and if you really talk about it Jesus died for you Jesus got naked on the cross so you didn't have to so why do you feel or why do you think that sexualizing yourself so that a guy could want you why do you feel like that's where your value could come from when you have a god that that humbled himself to death that 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 died for you that shed blood for your life so that you could see and you could understand that you're valued not another guy no man could ever do that for you but jesus did so that's why i feel like it's so important for everyone men or women but for everyone to always prior to prior i can't say that word (laughs) prior Put God first. Let's say that. (laughs) Put God first. And just seek him first. And seek your value from him. And I truly believe that once you do that. You will know that 
like you're not going to settle and you're not going to settle for less than what God has for you. And the reason why, for example, I'm not and why you shouldn't settle is not because an Instagram quote told you that you shouldn't settle, you know, but the reason why you won't settle is because you would rather stay single with Jesus and live a fulfilling life than settle for a relationship that will pull you away from him and i feel like you'll only get to that conclusion if you build that foundation with him and if you truly truly understand how much he loves you and once you have that mindset i feel like you'll start seeing relationships differently and so i seeing that relationship is not to complete me a relationship is not to give me my value or to show or to prove and show that I'm worthy but a relationship is to compliment me and you should find your purpose before you find your person I I think that's like like really think about it like because a lot of people I feel like they have the mindset where your purpose is a person and that just makes no sense because no sense because that person is not perfect and that person could leave anytime. But someone that never leaves and someone that's always there is God. So why would you not want to put your trust in that rather than someone else? So that's why I feel like it's so important for people to find your purpose first and seek God first before trying to find a man that will disappoint you because they're not perfect and you're not perfect and i feel like the perfect verse that explains this is song of songs chapter 8 verse 4 that says promise me O woman of jerusalem not to awaken love until the time is right and i feel like this explains that if you go seeking for a relationship first before you you've ever seeked for God, then no matter what, even if you find that relationship, God is not going to be in it because God only bless things that he ordains, that he creates, that he decided for you. So it's not like you can make your own decisions like, OK, I'm going to. To take this guy okay i'm not gonna pray about it i'm not gonna ask you god if this is the one that you have for me or if this is someone i should entertain no i'm just gonna pick this guy and please god just bless it and it's like no that's not how it works that's not how obedience work every decision you make you should go to god first and you should ask him first because if you truly want him to be in the middle of that relationship then that's what you should do and another thing that I feel like is like kind of a hot topic, but it's really like, it's really something that's always been in my mind. It's like a lot of people, they like asking, like when it comes to finding a spouse or being in a relationship, they love asking God to send them someone that loves him, that loves God, that loves Jesus, that prays all the time, that worships, that reads their Bible, and that will accept them for them. And it's like what because i feel like one question that everyone should ask themselves i want to say everyone i mean everyone okay including me i'm talking to myself too i hope y'all know that i'm talking to myself too but it's like are you your type's type like 
let that sit for a moment. Are you the perfect guy that you have on your mind? Do you think that if that guy, if you find him, do you think that you would be his type? Because a lot of people, they like thinking about relationship, about what someone can do for them. But that's that's not how relationships work. That's not how marriage works. Because if marriage is an example of the relationship that Jesus has for the church, then it's not about what you can get from it, but it's about what you can give. So going in with the mindset of, oh, I just want to find relationships so they can do this, 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 and this for me, is not going to work. Because you should have the mindset of, I want to find a relationship so I can serve, so I can truly become closer and more like jesus and I, f- I i heard this quote one time and i feel like it's so good and it was this married couple they said that marriage doesn't make you whole it makes you holier and i was like whoa and they were basically explaining how like bro marriage is not easy and it's not just like oh i'm, I'm gonna get married so i can have this 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 no it will challenge you and it will push you to be more like jesus and jesus was selfless jesus served us even when we didn't deserve it jesus forgave us even when we didn't deserve forgiveness so if you if you go in with the wrong mindset i just feel like it won't work and in order for to, to to really let god reveal those things to you you're gonna have to have that relationship with him you know you're gonna have to ask him like what is it in me that you want to change because we're not perfect and every day is a process to become more and more like jesus and it's not like one day we're going to become perfect but are you even on the path towards being more like jesus are you even taking that step think about it and ask yourself that question because if not then how do you expect god to send you someone that is because even if he does and that's kind of how i see it for myself like bro there's so many things in me that i need to to be healed from you know so why would i then if i'm not healed how dare i ask god to send me someone that's healed it makes no sense because one of us is going to be broken and the mindset that i have is that why ask god for a blessing that you can't sustain that you won't be able to keep, that you won't be able to protect. And so if you're not healed and if there's things in you that you know that you have to change, and if you don't know you have to change, do are you even asking God about it? Are you even asking God to reveal to you the things in you that should change in order for you to become a better person? And if not, then girl, I'm sorry, but it doesn't matter what, type of relationship you put yourself into is just never gonna work it's just never gonna work because if you truly want a godly relationship then god is gonna have to be in your life and you're gonna have to have a relationship with god duh i mean it feels like it's common sense but i've it's like i don't know i feel like especially with society it's just people are portraying in such a different way that's not helpful And so I want to end the episode with this. And I heard this in a sermon and I thought it was so good. And explains like the story of when 
Eve was made. And, you know, at the beginning, Adam was made and then he saw God and then God saw that it wasn't good that he was alone. So he decided, so he put Adam to sleep and he made Eve. And in the sermon, they basically explained how, like, when the first person that Adam saw when he woke up was Eve. But the first person that Eve saw when she woke up and when she was created was God. And this basically explains how Eve was seen by God before she was ever seen by a man. If that's not powerful, then I don't know what is. Because it shows you that you don't need to grab or you don't need to seek or get your intention from another guy when the first person that I've ever seen you and that I've ever placed value in you before Adam could even lay eyes on her was God. And so as women and as people, you don't have to sacrifice your body and your self-worth and your reputation for men or for a man's attention because Jesus already did that for you. And like I said in the beginning, I'm going to say it again. He literally got naked and at the cross, at the most vulnerable state of his life. So you didn't have to. So why do you choose to do it? Amen, girl. Amen. And I ho- listen, I'm going to end the episode here. I don't want to feel like I'm coming. Like, don't feel like I'm coming at you. But I truly like if you are listening to this, truly ask the Holy Spirit to convict you in the places that you know you need conviction so you can truly change. And just ask God. Just ask God reveal the things that i need to heal from reveal the things that i need to change in order for me to be more like you and one thing about our god is that when you ask he will answer so i hope you guys enjoyed the episode i was kind of like just rambling i had so many things to say and i still have so many to say i might do a part two for this you know because this is a hot topic so I might do a part two for this. I hope you guys really enjoyed the episode. Share it to anyone you think. Actually, don't share the episode. I don't know. Do whatever you want. But just truly dwell on the things that I said. And just always, always, always test the spirit. Don't listen to me. Listen to God. So ask God, what is it that you're trying to tell me? And he will tell you. So yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed. Have an amazing and beautiful day. And until next time, bye.